Life in the Fasting Lane podcast. We are here every week, well, just about every week, to teach you, to educate you, to challenge you, and encourage you along your journey with intermittent fasting and finding your ultimate health and hotness. You can check us out at FastingLane.com and on Twitter and Instagram at FastingLane. This week, I have a guest that, like, actually, I feel like I kind of know her because I was already on her podcast, which you will have to check out, but her name is Chantel Ray, and she has a successful real estate company in Virginia, and like a bunch of us, she has spent a lot of her life battling her weight, struggling with cravings. When she discovered intermittent fasting, it changed her life so much, and she's actually written three books, three books on fasting, and I think it has plans for another one. One of her books that I'm aware of is Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way. Chantel, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. All right, Chantel, tell me, I know Waste Away, but tell me, tell me about all your books. Tell me about all of them. Yeah, so Waste Away is really, so how I got into that was I actually interviewed over a thousand women. So what I did was I literally went to people and I said, okay, if you're thin, I said, now, you know, are you obsessive about your weight? And they'd say no. And I'd say, okay, tell me, what did you have? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Talk to me. And so I just started listening to what all these thin women were telling me that they did. And none of them mentioned intermittent fasting, but what I realized was every one of them did it. So when I'd ask them, they say, you know, I don't really eat breakfast. I don't eat till one. The other one would be like, you know, I just don't really eat in the morning. I might have coffee and then I eat at two o'clock. And then I quickly started realizing all these women who were thin, even though they never mentioned intermittent fasting, weren't eating until one or two o'clock or just eating kind of a snack at lunch and then eating a meal at night. And so I was like, wow. And then I started writing down everything they told me. And I kind of created about 10 different principles of how they stay thin. And one of those pieces is intermittent fasting. So that book is really, it has interviews with with all these women. And so that's my first book. Then my second book is really about spiritual fasting and extended fasting. So if anyone is like, I really want to get into extended fasting, I've done three-day fast, seven-day fast, 14-day fast, so forth. And I really talk about, you know, what the purpose of fast, like extended fasting and spiritual fasting is. And then I did a Bible study that was called freedom from food. That's just the getting rid of the bondage of food. So it's just really freeing uh, yourself and just skipping fad diets, you know, cause they're exhausting and unfulfilling. And so it's just a six week Bible study that just uses scripture to just overcome that temptation of food, avoiding gluttony and overeating. And just to really understand when your body's physically hungry and just to kind of develop a deeper, meaningful relationship with God. Got it. Thank you so much for sharing that Chantel. And like, that's one of my main goals with this podcast with life in the fasting lane is to open up discussions and open up people's views. You, I think really depend heavily on religion and the Bible for you to move your fasting forward. We've had people who on the show who have discussed spirituality or meditation. We have people who have talked specifically about health. Um, people who have talked about keto or vegetarian or like all these different things. And one of the main purposes of this show is to number one, show that we all struggle, not all, most of us struggle with our weight and our health. And number two, 
I don't think there's any one answer for any one person. And so the role of this show, I hope, is to give people access to information. So one day somebody's lessons or stories or guidance or book will be the answer for them. And I think everybody deserves this information so they can find what helps them achieve whatever they wanna achieve. So I think your story personally is something that a lot of people can identify with. I like that you, know, you did your research with real people, real voices. I agree. Um, I've never been thin and I never understood thin people and I would talk to them and I noticed the same thing. They didn't call it, and let's be honest, we didn't call this intermittent fasting until recently, right? right. We called it didn't eat breakfast, like didn't eat dinner. We skipped a meal. Like people who just did it naturally had a much easier way to talk about it. I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Business comes easy to me. I don't probably talk about it in the way that an MBA student would, who has these like identifying characteristics. You probably find it very natural. But I tell you, what's not natural for me is losing weight. I never skipped a meal in my life. Like I was eating eight to 10 dimes a day. And some of it was because I got advice from doctors who said, you need all these little meals. Some of it was because I really liked eating and it was my favorite thing to do. So I was going to do it all the time, right? Like these were the things that was going on for me. But you're right. I find that people that have been naturally skinny, they just develop these habits that happen to be habits that led to maintaining good health and good weight. And for others of us, that was just not natural, right? Like they just, why would I skip a meal? Like that, it just seems crazy, right? And now I get it. So thank you for doing that research and getting that story. I, I wanna hear about your story. Like what struggles have you had with your weight? I look at you, you're obviously a hottie, right? Whenever I see a hottie, I'm like, she's always been a hottie. She's always been perfect weight. She's always like struggled with two pounds to lose. So like, tell us about you. Yeah, so I actually was, I lost about 35 pounds doing intermittent fasting and I've kept it off for the last three years. We were talking in your show about how I've gained about five pounds from COVID-19, but I'm going to lose those five pounds again. But I would say that the biggest things that I've learned with one of the things that I used to do is I would literally inhale my food. And so one of the things, see, I actually, I have a video course where I literally video these thin women and you watch them eat and it's so powerful. So I'll give you an example of one of the things I, I learned even while I was doing the video course. So like I would, sometimes I would sit down with these thin women who were intuitively thin and they would sit down and I would be eating like, you know, as fast as I could. And yeah. they would be eating literally to the point, things that you'll learn that are so bizarre is like when they would take soup, instead of filling the whole spoon with soup, she would take half of the spoon would be filled with soup. They would eat that. She would savor it. And then she would set the spoon down and then take another bite. But one of the things I've had to do is really slow down. So I do everything fast. I walk fast. I talk fast. I'm, you know, originally from New York. So I'm like, boom, 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 let's go, let's go. So one of my tricks that I talk about in my book is that I would have to literally set a timer on my phone and I would wait for 20 minutes to eat. But in between, I would take a five minute break in between to wait until I got hungry. And I learned that from one of my uh, friends, Catherine Muldoon, who was Miss Virginia. So like, that's a perfect a five example. five minute break between bites? 
No, five minutes in the middle. So let's say at at a 10 minute mark. So my goal is always to try to wait 20 minutes. The whole time would take 20 minutes. But let's say 10 minutes, I would eat half my food. And then I would take a five minute break. And then at the 15 minute mark, I know I could still have some, I'm just taking a break. And then I would take the rest of that food. And that was a really big thing that would help me to kind of cut down my portions. And so I learned that from a a girl who was Miss Virginia, because I sat down, I interviewed her. Yeah. She's actually, if you listen to my podcast, the waste away through intermittent fasting, she literally describes it and she never even knew she did it. She, that's what I'm talking about. A lot of these thin women, they don't even know they're doing it, but I would just evaluate them and you would watch how they did that. So I've just had to learn all these different tricks to really get myself to keep losing that weight and getting down to my goal weight of where I wanted to be. I bet you, I mean, you're a successful entrepreneur, you have this business and like, don't you feel a lot of this, you just like you just do naturally. And like, do you ever get where people are like, Hey, can you mentor me? And you do, but then you're like, I don't actually know how to tell you how I do that. Right. Like I just do it. Like people will ask me. And that's exactly what the thin eaters would say. Like, they're like, you can watch me, but I, I don't know. I just, and I would video them and I would take apart piece by piece and asking them questions they would be like, oh yeah, I do that. Or yeah, oh, I do that. And so, yeah, it's exactly right. I used to think, say to myself, I'm extraordinarily successful in business. I always have been, I've had great work ethic. And I would always say to myself, well, the one area that I wasn't able to be able to win was in the area of weight loss. And I'd say, well, I'm smart. I'm funny. I'm, you know, I have tons of friends. I have this, I have that. And all right, well, I'm a little chunky, (laughs) you know, it's like, that's kind of how I would say. And it's like, kind of, we have a car place down here and they say, you can have it all. That's their, like their slogan. And you almost have to say that to yourself. Like you can have it all. Like, why is it that I can be smart and I can be funny and I can be all of this and I can be good in business, but in somehow the devil had me thinking, but that's my one area. Like, yeah, so I'm a little chunky. Yeah. I eat a little too much. Yeah. And I had to kind of stop and say, that's a lie from the devil. And that is not true. I am going to eat when my body's physically hungry. I'm going to stop before I'm full. I'm going to have a great body. I'm going to go out and be in a bikini. One of the things I love to do is create vision boards. And that is so powerful. So uh, I do coaching for people. One of the girls that I just coached with, she just got down to 115 pounds. That was her goal. She, she just made it. I have another girl that just, you know, lost over 40 pounds. And sometimes you need someone to really kind of take you to the next level. And that's what I love, love doing is coaching people to take them from where they are to that next level. But that's what's what really drives me and kind of makes me go. Thank you, Chantel. I, to be clear, am not a coach. I'm probably not patient enough. Um, and I'm so glad to hear you are. And I have met so many incredible coaches. And I think it's interesting. A lot of people consider coaching when it comes to fasting or come to weight loss and then decide against it. I think there's some people that don't need it. Like, let me be clear. I think some people can read and learn and do their own thing. But 
if you haven't been able to, and you've been at this for a while, I think talking to Chantel or talking to a coaching service that you find the right fit in, I think it's very similar to finding the right therapist, the right doctor, the right best friend, right? I, I think it's worth considering because uh, whenever we can get help from somebody we click with in our life with something that's important, why not, right? Like I understand sometimes money is an issue or it's not the right time or you're able to do it yourself. But if you have the ability and you haven't been able to do it yourself, I think it's something that people should consider. It, it definitely, coaching definitely helped me. It, once again, a lot of people ask me if I coach and I don't because I'm not good at it. But I got coached and it was really helpful for me. Um, it's Megan helpful Ramos, for anyone though, yeah. because here's the thing. Think about, think about Tiger Woods. You know, he's amazing at golf. Do you know any pro athlete? that doesn't have a coach. There's none. There, there's not one single athlete out there does not have a coach because every person can take it themselves to the next level when they have the right coach to do it. So gotcha. I just believe it's really everyone who's even, you know, I personally have a coach. I don't have one for weight loss, but I have one for business and I have one for different areas of my life. I'm, I'm a big advocate in taking, always taking yourself to the next level. Yeah, I agree. And, and it's, I love seeing women help other women move forward and, and, and just keep on getting better. So that's, that's pretty cool. So let's talk a little bit about religion. So you have used the Bible a lot in, in, in your fasting practice. And one thing I always think back to is how I would sit there, 280 pounds, 300 pounds, unhealthy. And I would have a friend who was Buddhist or I'd have a friend who was Muslim. And they tell me about fasting. And I remember being so worried about them, like genuinely concerned for their health because they were fasting. This was not that long ago. This had to be like four years ago. And I understand how fasting is a part of so many different religions. And I, I, I look back now like a little spy in the top, like a fly in the top of the wall. And I look down at my 280 pound self next to these people who use fasting as a part of their religion, who were very healthy, who were of healthy weight. And I never stopped to make that connection. And I never stopped to say, maybe they, maybe they're on to something I don't know. Right. You know, and it's really interesting. Also a funny story. I didn't realize that Catholic people fasted because I was from South Louisiana where Catholic people mostly do not fast. Right. We eat all the time. So my family that was Catholic, they would not eat fish. I mean, I'm sorry, they would not eat meat on Fridays during Lent. They would eat fish, but they were definitely not skipping a meal. So they, this was news to me. So tell me for you how religion and the Bible played into your fasting practice. Well, and I will say this, so I don't call myself a religious person because I believe religion is all about a bunch of rules and regulations. And I have, there's no rules or regulations with me. I have a relationship with God. And so, but in the Bible, the Bible talks about fasting over 70 times. And the Bible says, when you pray, when you give, and then in the same passage, it says, when you fast. And what happens is people are like, when you give, yes, yes, let's all give. When you pray, yes, everyone pray, pray, pray. But everyone's like, when you fast, oh, let's just not even talk about that. I mean, when I, I have gone to church for, you know, over 20 years and I never heard even the pastor ever talk about fasting. And so for once I started really going into the Bible and realizing how much it talks about that, 
And then I just really started looking at all the verses about fasting. So not just about, not just fasting, but just about eating like Proverbs 23, two says, put a knife to your throat if you're given into gluttony. And, um, Psalm 63, five says, you satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. So it's just about really every person I believe has a God shaped hole in their heart and they all try to fill it with something, right? Whether it's food or drugs or alcohol or sex or something, we just kind of try to stuff that hole. And the truth is there's only one way to fill that God-shaped hole and that's with God. And um, so that's why every time I'm tempted to overeat, I have to kind of go back and start quoting scripture to kind of say, okay, God, I want you, like, that's why I love that verse. Like, you satisfy me more than the richest feast. Like, God, I'm really hurt right now. I'm really stressed right now. I really need comfort right now. I understand that for five seconds, this brownie is going to satisfy me, but then I'm going to feel 10 times worse. Like, so I have to really like, you know, put on praise and worship music. I have to pray. I have to quote scripture. And then I have to do other things like just going for a walk or calling a friend or doing all those other things that I know, you know, it's, it's really about replacing that negative self-talk because every time you hear that negative self-talk, that's the devil feeding you lies. He's telling you these lies to keep you in this bondage of food. And you have to just say, I'm not going to be in that bondage anymore. I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done playing that game. I'm ready for a, for a new game. Got it. Thank you for sharing that. So like when you started with fasting, was it, was it easy for you? It's very difficult for me. Was it naturally easy for you when you first discovered it? Or what challenges did you have personally? So for me, intermittent fasting, like for around, for me to fast in the morning till about noon is is fine. Like for most part, I'm like, you know, it's no big deal for me to fast anything longer than a, like 16, eight is, uh, really easy for me to, uh, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, 18, six is really easy for me, for me to fast for 18 hours and to eat in a six hour window. That is very easy for me. It's not difficult at all. Once I start doing a 24 hour fast, where if I just eat one meal a day, I start getting cranky. I start, you know, it's definitely harder for me to do. And then anything over 24 hours, I'm actually right now pretty much in the over 24 hour. I ate at lunchtime yesterday. So I'm kind of over a 24 hour fast. I start getting a little bit like hangry and just, it starts getting tougher. So the only way for me to truly, even with, with God and praying, I have to have a buddy or do it with a friend that's holding me accountable to going for a longer fast. So I've done a couple of fasts on my own, a seven day. I've done a, I did a seven day water fast. I've done a 14 day where I did seven days with just water and seven days with just juice but it was brutal. I mean, just brutal. I'm not a good faster when it comes to over 24 hours. It is extraordinarily hard for me, but it's so, so beneficial. And I'm so grateful every time I do it, but I truly hate it. I despise every <laughs> second of it. <laughs> Be happy. I feel the same way. Yeah. Oh and, my God. and I do, but I do get 
this is the thing. It's so funny because right before this, one of my girlfriends I was fasting with, I told her, because I, I think that one of the things people don't realize is, especially as women, the time of the month that you fast is absolutely crucial. So I'm fasting right now and I'm about to start my period. And I told her, I said, I think I'm going to just, because I was going to do a little bit of a longer fast. And I was like, I think I'm just going to eat. She's like, no, you're not, <laughs> you know, like, so, and she just pushes me through. But what people don't realize is the time that you're about to cave is usually about a 15 to 30 minute window where you're like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm getting something to eat. And if you can like pass that 15 to 30 minute of a, yeah. that's when you get like in the pit, you know, you're like, that's it. I'm calling it in. I'm washing my hands of this. I'm done. If you can just go, I'm going to give it 30 minutes and like go for a walk or call a friend and pray and kind of, you know, deviate it, then you can keep on going. But if you just, every time you just give in, it's like, what fun is that? Like you need, some, <laughs> <laughs> you need some stamina, you know? So just reminding yourself that usually the, de the devil will tempt me in about a 15 to 30 minute increment. And I literally am just like, nope, you're not going to do it. I say, not today, Satan, right? Like, we're not doing this. Get away from me and, and quote scripture and, and try to call a friend and move on. Got it. Okay. So tell me more, like, besides weight loss, I know you lost weight and, and it wasn't like just super simple for your first, like, how has this changed your life? Because you had to come to that point. I had that same point too. Like, being fat is just part of who I am, right? Like I'm just, I, I'm successful in every other area. Being morbidly obese is just where I'm at. I can't do it. And then I discovered, no, actually I can do it. And I'm amazing and I'm wonderful, just like everybody else, right? So what, what has changed in your life? I would say one of the things that I used to do all the time is I would hide behind the camera I wouldn't feel comfortable like at the swimming pool, like in a bikini and stuff like that. And even now I will say that, you know, I've, since I've, I've gained about five pounds, even just gaining five pounds, I catch myself sometimes being like, well, I've wrote this weight loss book and, you know, I want to make sure I'm looking really, really good, you know, in my bikini. And I have to kind of hold myself to the standard, but I have to really just say to myself, Chantel, you look fantastic. Like you look great. Okay. You gained five pounds. It, it's not the end of the world. Like let's move on. Cause I can sense them sometimes even like when I'm in pictures or stuff, like I used to always be hiding behind other people cause I was afraid I was looking fat. And so I still struggle with that but I have to really work hard at giving myself that positive feedback. I am very blessed that my husband um, is very attracted to me. And so he wants to sleep with me like every day. And he's always <laughs> telling me, he's always telling me how great I look. And this how interview just got really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. So um, he, that's really great to be able to have someone in your life that's constantly telling you like how amazing you look. But I think it's the thing that really, when I'm in a pit um, and I need to get out of it, 
I like to do two things. One is I like to create an event. So this Friday, I have a girlfriend that's having a, a birthday. And so I want to look really good in that outfit. So I'm going to be doing some extended fasting to like really feel good in my dress and stuff like that. And I'm constantly putting, I have, I like to have a, like, I have a pretty juicy butt <laughs> um, and I don't want to, I don't want to lose my butt. So um, I'm, I never want to lose my butt. Cause my husband's like, he, you know, he's like, he likes big butts and he cannot lie, you know? And so if I get a little too thin, he's always like, here's a cheeseburger, like eat, you know? Oh but, my gosh. Yeah. So the big thing for me is I have to just constantly say to myself, I'm embracing, you know, my curves. I am embracing what I look like. And then I put, I have this picture of this girl who's in a thong in my house on my, like I've created a, a, a wall where I have all these pictures and every one of these girls have like a big juicy butt, but they have a great body. And I put that up and kind of just say, this is what I want. Uh, this is the body I want. And then I list out all the things that are better for me when I'm thinner. So for me, I, my clothes fit better. I feel more confident. Um, my husband, I feel like our sex life is a little bit better when, when I'm feeling better in my skin. Cause I'm like, you know, kind of like, I'll do like a dance show, you know, all these kind of things for him when I'm feeling confident. So our sex life is better. Um, I just feel like I'm, I walk around with my head lifted up a little higher. So I just kind of list all these different things of how do I feel when I'm at my absolute ideal weight. And then I go, okay, is it, then I write down my goals and I know that when I'm in my eating window, when, so I'm, I eat a meal and a tasting and I just have, I know that during that one meal, I can eat whatever I want. I'm never depriving myself. And then my other meal is just a real tasting. It's something small. And then I know that if I do that, so the reason I gained five pounds was because instead of eating two meals, I mean, instead of eating a meal and like a small tasting, I was eating a meal and two meals. I was eating two meals is basically why I gained those five pounds. So for me, if I want to lose weight, I either eat in a one, I just eat one meal a day and that's it. Like I'll eat that one meal and I'm done or I'll eat one meal and then I'll have just a little snack. That's how I can stay my very, very thinnest. And I'm, and it's easy for me to do. I just think with COVID, I got a little, I was, we were actually having a lot of people over all the time. I actually never, my routine did not change one time because of COVID. So I'm in this, my business, my real estate business is essential. I came to work every day. We never closed the doors for one day. Um, we, we, I didn't do anything different except keep, wash my hands a little bit more and, and keep a little bit more of a distance from people. But besides that, I created a home gym. I worked out six days a week. I kept all my routines up. I had friends, you know, come work out with me in my home gym. We stayed six feet apart while I wiped everything down, but I just made no excuses of why you know, everything that was going on. The only thing I did that, that were, made me gain this five pounds was I just ate two, my portions were too big. I was just eating a little bit more than I should have at each meal. 
Gotcha. So you have three books and where can people find your books? Yes. So if you go to Chantel Ray, I have, I have a site called ChantelRayWay.com and you can order them there or on Amazon. And then I also have a coaching site, which is ChantelRayCoaching.com and people can go and take their intermittent fasting to the next level there. Tell me a little bit about your coaching. What do you do with people? How do you coach them? So one of the things we do is we have them make three goals for the week. Okay. So for example, number one might be, and they're very specific, measurable, and actionable. So one of your goals might say, I want to eat in a six hour eating window and I want to eat to a hunger scale of 3.9. So one of the things I talk about in my book is that I call it a zero, one, two, three, four, five, right? So a zero is hamster hungry, or I call it hungry, hungry, hippo hungry, where you're like ravenously hungry. And then a four is satisfied. And then a five is comfortably full. So when you want to finish eating, if you're trying to lose weight, you want to stop eating at a 3.8 or a 3.9, like just like four would be completely satisfied. You want to stop eating at say a 3.8 or a 3.9. And so, cause you're in the weight loss, you know, you want to lose weight. And so let's say one of the commitments they had was say, I want to eat in a six hour window and I want to stop eating at a 3.8. Let's say another commitment was they want to do two 24 hour fasts sometime during that week or whatever it is. And then I check in with them every single day. So by text or by email, um, we check in every day to see, are you hitting those goals? And that's how you you are able to hit the goals is because you know someone's checking in with you every single day to go, am I hitting that goal? Got it. Chantel, thank you so much. You can check her out at Chantel Ray Way, correct? Yes, that's right. All right, cool. Guys, thank you for joining us and learning about Chantel's story and her books. Uh, check them out. You can also check us out at the Life in the Fasting Lane podcast and get more tips on fasting, keto, low carb at fastinglane.com. Also on Instagram and Twitter at Fasting Lane. And until next time, to your health and hotness.